Alright guys, let's go. So from the moment I saw the trailer uh, on Inside Bill's Brain, I believe that's what it's called, I, I was pretty much instantly in, intrigued. I didn't know what I was going to get myself into. I figured maybe it would it would be a waste. I don't know. But it's Bill Gates, and I try to study people, interesting people. <laughs> I like to study uh, uh, rich people also. Man, I, I watched the first two already, and... Um, I'm going to make two videos on what I picked up. Uh, you, if you can see behind me, these are eight things that I picked up from them. Uh, very informative. I still say you should all go watch it. It's, it's interesting. I, like, I, I find it to be extremely uh, pleasing, informative, a lot of gems in it. <laughs> and then you, like, you look it up on Google and um, Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 40%, which is interesting because... All they're good for are being critics. Like that that's it. That's all you'll ever be is a critic. Alright? Judging other people's work. Where's your work? You know? So like how how can you give a documentary with so many keys? Like, did you even watch it? How can you give it such a bad rating? That's because you don't know how to apply it to your own life. There's a lot of keys, man. Let's jump into this. So the first thing, on time. Always on time. Time is the one thing. In this life that you're not going to get back. No, time is not money. If it is, take all the money that you earn. Go buy that time then. Yeah. So you can't bring it back, but obviously you can leverage your time with some money. So, alright, we understand that. But always on time. Always prompt to the minute. Alright, something that we should all aspire to do. Be on time. Okay? Be prompt. Get things done. Move on to the next thing. So, the next thing. Goals for walks for ideas. I think that's pretty cool. Walking in nature reduces your stress. You know, puts you in a position when you when you are uh, multitasking by way of walking and thinking. I believe that the parts of your mind that are responsible for editing is deactivated, which happens when you are freestyling. So basically, you're opening yourself up to explore mentally as you explore uh, physically. So get go for walks, be free, do things that are healthy, get the body going, everything is flowing in motion, you know, everything's moving. Alright, so you allow your brain to move. When you when you sit still like that, you know, naturally your brain will do will do the same or it will remain cluttered. Alright, so we, we do some walking to clear up our minds and you know, just reflect on life and things and let let nature uh do its part around us and it'll do its part within us. Um as above so below within without all of that so the next thing uh he read he reads a he reads a lot uh they say 150 pages uh, 150 pages per hour which is that's just that's ridiculous and so i mean i i think he reads what look, four, 14 books uh 14 books in a year i'm mean, not a year but in a week you know, uh, more on that in, in my next video. Like I said, it's going to be a part two. But he reads uh, an awful lot. And uh, apparently he reads the, the books that that aren't so sexy. The ones that uh, most people aren't willing to touch. So, yeah, good luck with that. But, I mean, obviously by now you probably already know that reading isn't just fundamental. It's going to... It will shift your paradigm, the way that you think. It will expand your horizons. Have you seen things that you wouldn't otherwise thought to look at? You know what I'm saying? So over time, you get a compound interest of the mind. 
where your ideas start to connect with other ideas that you learned in the past, you know, and will connect to things that you learn in the future that you're learning right now. Um, so, yeah, knowledge is power, even more so when you apply it. So the next thing, the fourth thing, is determined to solve problems that aren't necessarily his. So in the documentary, without spoiling it, he noticed that a lot of people in Africa, a lot of children in Africa, were dying from preventable diseases, diarrhea and, and things like that. So he resolved, because it would be just too expensive even for him to solve the sewage problem, so he resolved to create a toilet that would be able to sustain itself, that would be able to uh, do away with the waste and, and all these things in, in a pursuit of um, a better future. So I really thought that was interesting because obviously you, I mean, you, you hear the thing about billionaires and millionaires being so greedy and things like that when you see the net worth. But you have to understand where all their money is. And also, I mean, you know, these people have foundations and, you know, and uh, to, to better the world around them. Now, I can't, I can't say that all millionaires and all billionaires are out here to make the world a better place. This is just something that I noticed. Like, he didn't have to go out of his way, spend $200 million or something, which may not seem like much, which may not be much to him, but he didn't have to do it anyway. You know, to to optimize is, is, is I think, what he, used, what he said to describe what he was doing, just to optimize things. Now, I've always had a bit of my reservations about him, a man who has so much power like that, that whatever a person with power strongly believes in will affect the world. So, you know, in matters of... Um, uh, vaccines and, and things like that. I'm not a hundred percent with it, but in areas where it's needed, I mean, what what can I say? I personally can't tell people how to get rid of preventable diseases, so I just need to I mean, stay in my lane. But I thought it was really interesting and kind and thoughtful. Uh, you know what what he decided to do with his resources to try to make the world a better place. You know, for people who don't know him but stand a benefit, you know what I'm saying? He, he doesn't necessarily stand a benefit uh, from that directly unless he gets satisfaction out of helping people, which that's not far-fetched at all. Um, so I, I could really appreciate that. I can definitely learn something from that. Definitely, I definitely believe in helping people even if I don't benefit, you know, uh, by any way other than the satisfaction of knowing that I was there for somebody uh, when they could have really uh, used my assistance. Um, so the next thing is that he doesn't eat breakfast. Um, so this is no small thing. Okay, so when you wake up, your heart is its weakest. What One of the last things you want to do is make it work. Um, so when we wake up and eat all these unhealthy foods and McDonald's and all this and that. Now granted, obviously you don't have to, but whatever. It's, it's, it's bad on the heart. So an old Chinese technique... The reason why a lot of Chinese people live to be 115, 120 and all that is very simply put is for the first hour of being awake. They don't eat anything. They don't consume anything but fluids and or, you know, or, you know, tea or something like that. That's good for the heart. You want to give your heart some time for the blood pressure to go down and for it to get into the rhythm of, you know, you being awake. You know, it was it was at rest for a while so it's it's going to be a little bit it's going to be a little bit weaker you know especially if you don't sleep if you if you didn't get a good night's sleep or whatever the last thing you want to do is put it to work 
you know, as soon as it's time to get up and get going, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, and I'm, and the reason, another reason why I wrote it down is because I practice intermittent fasting quite a bit in my life. Um, I'm kind of a little bit all over the place with that right now, but I'm definitely not eating breakfast. So I definitely give myself a few hours before I even eat and my stomach can't even really stand it for the most part. Um, so, and you know, intermittent fasting, I think is, I mean, I don't think I know that it's extremely healthy for you and it can add years to your life. Um, so he doesn't eat breakfast. The next thing, brainstorms and plans everything, which I, I embarrassingly, I'm, I'm like that too. Like if I'm trying to, like even if I'm trying to get a woman, you know what I'm saying? Well, I haven't done that in a while, but just things like that. I just want to plan. I want to put it all out there and uh, uh, just cut out a lot of the guesswork. And so I, I don't find myself in a position down the road. Where I'm like, uh, what, uh, what, what, what do I do about it? What did I say I was about to do? And, you know, just want to plan ahead, you know? So to save yourself some time, because again, in this life is just something that we're not going to get back. So, you know, plot, you know, I mean, you know, plan, pen the pad. I mean, that's it. It's not, it's not anything that intricate. Just put that pen to the paper and plan. Uh, so the next thing is that he's introverted. So, guys, you can be introverted and be successful, um, you know. You can get your energy and refuel by being alone. You do your work in the dark. You present it to the world. They rally around you, whatever. You expend your energy when you're out there in, in the field or doing whatever you do. Then when you get back home and alone, you get away from the crowd. That's when you recharge. There's no need to feel guilty about wanting to be alone. That's just how we operate. That's how I personally operate. I'm not an extrovert, but I'm getting more, you know, I am getting more comfortable talking with people. I am definitely an introvert. I recharge by myself <coughs> alone. I get my energy from being alone and, and reading and just doing things by myself. Yes, I still experience a bit of loneliness at times. I, I do acknowledge that, but it's it's for it's for other reasons. You know what I'm saying? At my best, I, I do pretty well when I'm alone focusing on my studies and nobody's getting in the way of that so uh the next thing he didn't like uh following the rules i mean it's hard for me to imagine that that people do but um more rebellious in that regard and uh i i, I could say that that was definitely the case for me as a child always you know i just i always had to question the authority always had to do that you know he you know, he didn't have a great relationship with his mom growing up, and I mean, it's, it was the same thing for me. Like, I, I, if I if I didn't respect the way that you were thinking, oh, I, 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 you were going to hear about it, or it was just going to show in my actions. If I didn't respect it, I mean, that that was it. I didn't really have no way of fake. I just really could not concede, you know. And uh, I think that was one of the major things that that led me to being the person that I am now will lead that has you know brought a, a, a great deal of success to my life now and will bring in an even greater amount of success in the future so just not following the rules and always testing it always questioning it, you know because oftentimes you will find that people pass on information they pass on uh, paradigm way of living demeanor from just something that was handed on to them and that's just not my style you know what I'm saying I'm always questioning always taking stabs at what's acceptable what's popular what's expected you know what's mandatory and just 
I'm definitely this is the one of the major things that I'm gonna use in becoming uh, a a winner. Um, even though I already feel like a winner, but I don't feel like I arrived. You know what I'm saying? I probably would never feel like that until the day I die. But yeah, I'll always have a problem with authority because I feel like you know my opinion and the way that I live my life is as good as any. You know what I'm saying? Probably even better when you consider that most people are just unhappy with the with with, uh, with what they do for a living in America at least so you gotta imagine that they aren't as happy as they could be uh, in in their overall life so the final part of this um, so the, the 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 final key of this part one video I'm gonna come back with a part two soon is um, ups the speed when he's frustrated so I, I I really like that personally. I didn't I didn't break it down as much as I wanted to, but it reminds me of something that my friend Jimmy was telling me about. It was like every time he hits a roadblock, he thinks he thinks bigger. And uh, if I had to bring out an example in my own personal life, let's say because I'm because I'm about to get around to doing it again. When I start working on a project, as far as writing goes, and it's very daunting things like that I try to see how I can get it done as fast as possible so for example because I don't type fast instead of doing that I'll just do some dictation and just go crazy and just not worry about the editing process I can always edit later but right now speed 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 let's see how I can get it done as fast as possible you think you're missing out on quality inherently but that's not necessarily true because one um, quality is subjective and also Two, you may also be very good at this, and what's missing is that you keep getting in your way, editing as you go, second-guessing yourself. No, up the speed, up the speed, make a game of it. Come on. Results. All right, we want results. Let's get results as fast as possible without damaging the quality of work, all right? Makes things more fun. It puts you on your feet, gets you excited, gets you motivated. It's much better. Like... Everybody likes to use quality over quantity as an excuse to not do shit. Alright? So, you remember, I mean, if, if, if you are familiar with uh, Pablo Picasso, he stopped getting commissioned work because he was so focused on quality over quantity, he never finished anything. He kept pushing dates back and people couldn't rely on him. Bruh, if you don't go out there and get something done, you can always optimize. You can't optimize nothing. Alright? In fact, by just going out there getting something done is an optimization to nothing. That's adding to what was. Keep adding to what was. Up the speed. It's a great documentary. I'm going to come back with some more. Definitely watch it, man. If I had to rate it, I will have to say... 8 out of 10 at least. I mean, I'm thinking 8.5, 9. It's, it's, it's pretty good. The first one was really informative. The second one was more so of like a biography. Um, I didn't see the third one yet, but I'm going to, and um, it's all, it's, through the first one, I already knew, like, man, it's, it's packed, it's packed with keys, so, I hope you take this and apply it to your own life, let's go down the list, be on time, go for walks in nature for your ideas, read a lot, look up how to speed read, I'm not the best at that, but I've had my moments where I've, when I have been knocking them out, not I can't do a I, just yet. I can't do 150 pages per hour. I could do I could do s at least 60 at my best. Um, so um, be determined to solve problems, even if you don't benefit from. 
so we can make the world a better place so we can optimize the lives of others you know without enforcing our will on them we just come into the defense come into the aid uh practice intermittent fasting now i made videos on that look up the benefits of intermittent fasting all right weight loss good for the mental health good for uh, uh lowering your blood pressure all those things man it could really get you off of those medicines that you're taking for you know high blood pressure and, and all that stuff it's not 100 percent necessary um so uh brainstorming plan always think ahead you know i'm i'm a i'm a big fan of playing chess and all chess and all that so you know i'm i'm in the mindset of planning ahead planning my day planning what to do next you know, under any uh, conditions, any given circumstance. Um, introverted. I mean, I can't tell you to be introverted, but if you are introverted, take advantage of it. Um, There's nothing to feel guilty about. If you feel lonely and you are also introverted, it's okay to reach out to a couple friends. It's okay to lose yourself in something. You know, I, I would recommend you lose yourself in something so you can find yourself anew. You know what I'm saying? There's definitely nothing wrong with being an introvert. Uh, it's okay to question the authority. In fact, I recommend it. That's one of the greatest pieces of advice that I would give to my daughter is always question what has been laid out in front of you because people get it wrong. And, and, and some of the things that we live by is so outdated and there's a better way of living. But... Obviously, that solution, that conclusion is up to you. And finally, once again, if you feel frustrated, up to speed, up to ante. You hit a roadblock, think bigger. Think even bigger. You know what? Like, because when we hit roadblocks and things like that, we, we seem to, you know, curl up in a ball and things like that. It's not, it's not necessary when we can just, you know what? That ain't work. I'm going to see what's beyond that. So what I initially wanted becomes the floor. The ceiling is much higher than that. Alright, best wishes, man.